0: does being fit mean to you? My guest today is a model, actress, radio personality, business coach, PR expert, holistic health practitioner, yoga instructor, and I'm sure I've missed a few other things because this woman has done it all. She has a passion for helping others, a mission to create a positive impact in the world, and recently opened the Cutest Women's Boutique, whose selections inspire and bring out the inner goddess in you. From celebrity lifestyle to yogi lifestyle, please welcome Bridgetta Tamarcio. I didn't ask how to pronounce your last name before we started, <laughs> and I butchered it, didn't I? It's okay. It's what okay. is it? It's Tom- Tamarchio. Tamarchio. Okay. Okay. I didn't, it's I, close. I didn't do yeah. it that bad. Okay. No. That's good. Um, Bridgetta, I'm so excited. Thank you so much for coming on. <laughs>
1: Thank you. I feel like
0: we had like a, a, almost a full episode before I we started recording, but that's okay. I knew from... So when I came into your boutique for Love and Sapphires, which mm-hmm. we will... Get into that. I, you know, immediately was just like, okay, this woman has such great energy. (laughs) She's so warm. She's so kind. You had mentioned like, you know, you did TV and you mentioned holistic health practicing and you mentioned yoga instructor. I was like, oh, this is perfect. Like, (laughs) love to have her on the podcast. Then we got to spend some time at the cocktails and couture event where I MC the fashion show. You dressed me in the most. Amazing, silky cloud dress. <laughs> you and looked beautiful. Jewels from your partner, Jemai. like so fun. And then we booked, right? We booked the recording. Yeah. And so I started looking at you online and I was like, <laughs> oh my God, movies, TV, radio. PR, business coach, life coach. I'm like, what have you not done? How did you fit it's it all true. into one lifetime? It's so true. When and you you're said a mom. You just opened a boutique. You're like shooting TV. I'm like, what? How can you do it? I don't even know.
1: Yeah. And when you when you say it like that too, I was like, oh wow, I've done all that. Wow, I feel like forget. You know, it's like yeah. Yeah. I I my motto is living life to the fullest.
0: Certainly so, you are doing that. Yeah. You are achieving. <laughs> and you're sitting here in front of me in the most beautiful pink, fluffy <laughs> dress, star, poofy dress. It's <laughs> selkie, great coat. No, it's fantastic. So Thank I want to so. hear about just like your career story and then you know how you got into the wellness piece, and then you know how you're now running this clothing boutique and all you're doing. So sure. We'll just dive into it all. I love it. And so I remember you that you said you've always wanted to be an actress. Yes, I was four years old,
1: and I remember my mom asking me, What do you want to be when you grow up? And I had on her big sunglasses, you know, those 80s sunglasses, oh, it was like yeah. huge back in the day. And I put them on, and I'm like, I'm a movie star. Uh-huh. And I would just walk around the house and say that all the time, and she would just laugh. But it's exactly <laughs> exactly what like, you did. Yeah. When I say something, it manifests into my life somehow. Like, I, I'm a huge manifester.
0: You've always been that way. Always been that way. You speak it out loud, and it
1: happens. It happens, yes. And wow. I have to be careful,
0: even with your thoughts. Always be
1: careful with your thoughts. But yeah. Yeah. It's been a major lesson in my life. If I think it, it happens. And so I, if it's something that I don't want... Is it not is it like, the ba- like bad stuff too? Bad too. You have to just really pay attention to your thoughts. And so um, I have this little thing that I do. I was actually teaching a client the other day that if you have a thought that comes in your head that you don't want, yeah. then you clap and you okay. say, cancel thought.
0: Okay, I like that because yeah. oftentimes I'm thinking things that I don't want to think. My mind will just go off on this tangent and I'll think of this terrible scenario. Like I'll make up this complete story in my head that is absolutely not true, whether it's, a, it's mm-hmm. about a relationship or work or whatever. And I will interrupt myself and be like, You are just fabricating. Like this has not happened. Mm-hmm. Imagine just the opposite of that because it's also just as likely that that thing could happen. Exactly. Exactly. And so by like clapping like
1: really loud, it's a pattern interrupt. So it actually stops your brain like you jolt. You're like, whoa, you know, and then you're literally like it does something to inside your body and there's a whole science explanation. You're almost like snap out of it. Yes, exactly. What are you doing? Yep. And then it usually works. And maybe if it doesn't work that time, then maybe I'll snap or clap like, two or three more times. Uh-huh. And I'm like, cancel thought. Yeah. You know, like, or <laughs> all will clap in a circle around so delete, me. Delete, delete. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it works. It really does work. And then I'm like, okay, reset.
0: Oh, uh, okay. So you're four. You want to be an actress. You get into theater. I'm sorry. Where are you from? I'm, I grew up in Baltimore. Oh. Yeah. Okay, and so get into... Is it like local theater stuff? Are you doing like TV yet?
1: Um, I don't get into TV until probably around 10 or 11 years old. But I started at eight years old going into a local theater, which actually was where everything started because mm-hmm. I was so shy as a kid, I was so extremely shy. Um, and so my parents put me in theater to get me to, you know, get open out there up, and, yeah. and yeah and open up. And I remember too, like in this theater is an Old delicate City and you, it's a huge old stage. It was built back in like 1800, super haunted, mm-hmm. so vibey, Ooh, love it. Yeah. But she used to squirt us with a water bottle if we weren't loud enough. So like she projecting your voice, project your voice, and yeah. so she would squirt you, and so I learned to project from that because you had to be heard in the back of the house. Yep, yep. And um, and that really got me out of my shell. It is just, I got it's like I can't even explain what it did. I get excited even thinking about it yeah. and reliving it. It's like, it was so magical and uh, just amazing. And so from there, the governor loved us, mm. so we got invited to um go and perform for the governor. And there was a whole just outside, and like uh-huh. this whole thing they did for us, and then we were invited to speak in school or to perform in schools. So I was excited because like I was in this program at eight, and I was there actually until they closed down when I was fourteen. Um, and so, and it was just like the best place ever. This theater was amazing. It's but like where you learned to to act everything, yeah. but we got to perform for schools. So I got to leave school to go mm. perform at other schools and travel up and down the East Coast. So it was really amazing. I just, I loved,
0: loved it. It was my everything. How do you practice at being a better actor? Like, what, what are some... You know, I think yeah. of if it's like sports, right? Well, you know, Here. you do drills, you do conditioning, whatever. Like, how do you become a better actor? Great question. There's
1: a lot of different ways. Um, one of the most interesting classes I've ever taken, and I always say, yes, you could have the gift, but yes, you need to develop more of it. Right. You need those classes or coaches. Yeah. Yes. One of the coolest classes I took was um, this facial class, it's going to sound weird, but... Everyone has a resting face, and so like yes. when your face is resting, your curve of your mouth either goes down or it goes up. And so mine kind of goes down, okay, like we a bitch would, face. Oh yeah, we recall call that. I was gonna say we would call that <laughs> yes. resting
0: bitch face. Yes, yeah, it's exactly. like a perpetual frown. Totally. Yeah.
1: And so when you don't know this, and then you study the face and you realize, oh whoa, they teach you whatever you have how to change that. So when you walk into an audition. And your first meeting, because it's always first impressions. And then when you're actually delivering lines, how is your face in between? And where and to remember, it's a lot to remember. But those little, tiny little movements that wow. I studied changed a lot for me. Like, I started landing more. Wow.
0: It was really interesting. It, it must be such an interesting experience, too, as you're thinking about, like, going on auditions. Like, you can be, right, a fantastic actor. Mm-hmm. I, I always like to, like, think of this quote, too, right? There's, like... You can be the juiciest, most delicious peach in the world. And there's gonna be someone who doesn't like a peach.
1: Yes. Always, always. I- and you never know what they're going to lo- be looking for either. Right. So yeah. I've also worked in casting, which is, I've done everything. Yeah.
0: But <laughs> which I want to so. hear about it all. Yeah.
1: Um, but cat being on that side and working in casting, I then realized, okay, I don't even know what I'm looking for sometimes. Like I have an idea in my head. And so maybe the character calls for this color hair and this color eyes, but someone else comes in and they blow it away. Uh-huh. Then it might change. And yeah. it's not up to me. It's also up to the producers. But right. if I pull for someone... And I'm like, you have to see their tape. Then it could change. So sometimes you just don't know. It's just
0: a lottery draw, really. It can be, and it is who
1: you know. There is that, like, let's say you know, there's six people that are up for the part, and you know one of them personally. You're gonna Mm -hmm. hook your friend up. Like, I mean, that's just kind of how it is. And then it's just, it's so interesting, like, going into these auditions. Like, you also don't know when you're going to land it. Like, I remember for Californication, Uh I went in. I did not want this part. (laughs) what was the part? So, it was um, season three. I I got the part. But Uh they changed the role, thank God, because I did not want to do the part they wanted me to do. It was a scene. And, of course, like, if you watch the show, you know it's all about sexual situations and whatnot. So, um, (laughs) it was the scene with um, David Duchovny and... um, Oh gosh, I can't even think of his name. Um, oh, I can't even we get there two guys on the show. Yep. and I can't even think of their names right now. Anyway, I was being done by behind. Like okay. I'm literally like, yep, yeah. And so you you're have to act doggy
0: style, doggy style, <laughs> <Yeah>. bending
1: <laughs> over, and they're like banging me from behind, dripping a candle on my back. Oh, and then I'm supposed to be going down on another guy in front of me. Oh, so like two
0: guys, right? This Lovely. whole thing, and I'm yeah. like, oh my god.
1: I would and I love lo- to
0: see how this looks when you're <laughs> acting it right, like oh when, my without god. like. Right, and so that's
1: the part I go in for, and I'm like, I'm yelling at my agent, because I'm like, okay, I love Californication favorite show ever but yes. this is not what I want I to go I don't know in if for. I want to be like on, yeah. can't no we had a huge fight about it because yeah. he's like you must be seen by these directors I mean I don't care you have to be in front of these casting directors because if you don't get chosen all for all this
0: all fours or not right exactly to, yeah. and I was
1: like god I don't want to do this so I went in there and like did not give it my I just didn't care and I think because I didn't care and I wasn't nervous about it uh, is why I landed it
0: uh-huh. but I went
1: in and I'm, and I'm a comedic actress too so I went in and I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do it. Whatever. So I just took, like I had a couch chair in there and I took the couch chair and I moved it across the room. They were looking at me like, what is she doing? And then I just literally started banging my butt against the wall into the chair Uh and had this like, Oh, it was Rick Springfield Because I remember my line And it was like I'm being done by Rick Springfield Yay <laughs> And there was like more lines But that was part of it And um, they were rolling on the ground laughing And I'm like, okay Well, clearly it's funny oh, Sure goodness. enough, like an hour later Because there's a million girls And they yeah. all look like you I was
0: going to say You like walk into a room, right? Yes. It's like everyone is a brunette Brown yep. hair, same height Oh my like God same, what, same body type like. Everyone, yeah oh. And
1: so an hour later They call me and they're like oh, you're put on a veil, which means you're on hold. Mm. and so I was like it's between me and someone else but Mm. usually if you're on a veil you're gonna get booked Uh because that means they want you on hold to prepare so I was like oh okay wait wait, so I have to do that line (laughs) like what what?" and so again I call my agent I'm like no and we're arguing and then I'm like well I saw another scene they were auditioning for and it had stunts in it so I do stunts
0: oh oh shit is that like a whole different level whole different level you have to be like trained in stunting yeah and
1: I wasn't but I said I
0: was So, I like that. I just was not
1: gonna do that part. I yeah. wanted the other one. Yeah. Like, and so um, You're like,
0: yeah, I'll jump from a building rather than <laughs> right totally threesome in this movie in this show. Yeah,
1: and um, and so I got the other part actually. And so when they called back, we I pi- I pitched it to him, and he pitched it to them, and they were like, "Look, you know, she wants this other part. Is that possible?" And uh, he was scared about you know, doing it. But if not, she'll take this one. I'm yeah. like, no! no, you know, like in the background screaming. And then, uh, anyway, so I got the part and I got the part that I wanted and yeah. it had less lines, but it had more funny stuff. Mm-hmm. And so, um, like they dropped me from like, uh, I don't know, four feet up in the air. And then, um, so it was fun to do those stunts. I had to bang my head on something and then there was fire in a room. Oh, and so shit. it was just more funny. If you watch it yeah. from season three, it's episode eight. Um, it's just funny. So like, you like
0: to do funny stuff. I
1: do. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. and it was hilarious. And so, um, and I actually still talk to David McCubney. He's an amazing person and um, is someone that I can talk to about the industry. Like, I've I've actually asked advice from him in the past, and he's an incredible writer, actually. Yeah. Um, Oh, my God, So, writing advice, and yeah. So, that was one of my, one of those stories. But (laughs) he just, sometimes you go to an audition, and you get so
0: nervous. Like, I get so worked up if it's something big. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, I... Even after, you know, different appearances or like hosting things or live events that I do, I'm always really nervous. Are you? Like I don't, I don't, I I know that I don't appear to be nervous. Mm -hmm. Like I know how to like... Show up in a way that doesn't appear to be nervous, but I'm fucking nervous. (laughs) I I am. I get it. Here's a trick. I don't know if
1: this works, would work for you, but this is like one of the things that I used to do. A, no caffeine at all that day. And it's the biggest thing because caffeine makes you even more jittery and talk faster. Yeah. So, um, what I always did, and this is like don't always recommend this, but I would make sure I was more tired because I run so fast and yeah. so hyper that I would have to slow myself down for uh-huh. auditions and talking. Uh-huh. So I would like not get a good night's sleep. I would stay up. And that way I'm more
0: tired. Interesting.
1: <laughs> it would work because then I wasn't nervous. I was more calm because I, I had to be calm because I was tired.
0: Yeah. I think part of it though for me too is... The more I feel like I'm going to shit my pants before mm-hmm. I do something, then the better I feel. I've heard that from people after. That's interesting. So I like I almost wonder okay. if it's like it's like how I think about like doing a hard workout. Yeah. Like if I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm going to like really yeah. just murder myself. <laughs> You're right. It's going to be terrible. That feeling. <laughs> yeah. Because then after. Is gonna be so good, <laughs> yes. I totally get what you mean. So by I that. don't know what I'm yeah. saying, but <laughs> okay. So eventually, you make your way out to LA. I right? do, yep. Um, how old were you? moved out to LA, gosh. I was 22, maybe 23. And by then, you've been acting for a long time, yeah. You know, you're good, right? You, you, yeah. I mean, you get to LA though, and it's
1: still different. Um, yeah. when I was in Maryland, I went to New York, I used to I dance for Britney Spears for about a year, uh, and then.
0: When, we're going to have to pause right there. On this podcast, we often talk about Britney Spears oh, really? and all of her trials and tribulations oh, she's wow. been facing recently. Yes. Um, we like to keep updated on on how she's doing. What, what, what <laughs> you danced for, what, in what yes. capacity? What did it look like? What did you do?
1: I was on her all grown up tour. Um, so that was, it was only, I only worked in the New York and East Coast area. Okay. Um, and so it's when Slave came out. Okay. And it was for, for that whole time. All oh, grown up Yeah.
0: Tour. So one of the dance, a backup dancers, exactly like what I would picture, right? Like on on the stage, mm-hmm. on tour, you are dancing yes. along with other people. And do you dance with, for every song or just certain songs? Um, every song. Yep. So you also got into dancing.
1: I've been a dancer my whole life. I started when I was two.
0: Wow. Yeah.
1: Okay. Can't sing though. I suck at that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's one thing yeah. that you can't do. Okay.
1: I always wanted to be on the Disney Channel and yeah, you had to sing. Was it so much fun? It was. It It's amazing to, to dance when you're on stage like yeah. that. Oh my gosh. But it's so much work yeah. to be there and it's not that much pay. People think it's like this glamorous thing and it's really not. Mm. Um, you are eight to 10 hours a day in the studio dancing, uh, training. Um, you have to eat a certain way. You have yeah. to be a certain way. You have to fit in all their clothes You yeah. get weighed. They, it's yeah. very, it, I mean, I'm sure it's changed now, but
0: uh, that's uh, how it was. Yeah. And,
1: um, if you didn't fit in this costume, you're out. You mess up once you're out. There's a million other people that would take your place in line. So wow, it was really challenging. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it, but best shape of my life and so much fun when you know when and you it was to cool perform. to like in, yeah invite friends like hey you want to come to the concert like who doesn't want to I mean, come to Britney I mean that was like the height of her career yeah yeah it was wow it was really great how was she she was cool I mean yeah. she was this was when she was with Justin still oh. way back in the day that brings you bring, brings yeah. me way back yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah and she would not always rehearse with us. We would rehearse without yeah, her. And yeah. then she would come in maybe a few days prior and just pop in for like an hour or two and yeah. then rehearse with us and then yeah. pop back out Um just to kind of get placement and whatnot. Yeah, but yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Crazy. Right. Okay. So you're... Continue on so doing some stuff in New York, dancing yeah. for Britney Spears, no big deal,
1: no big deal, no big deal. <laughs> and then um, I was working in uh, North Carolina because they were filming Dawson's Creek, mm-hmm. and it was a dream of mine to be on the show. And um, mine when, too, yeah. yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> when I was there, I was working on a different film, um, and I was doing choreography for that film. And one of the casting directors saw me, and they said. Brit or Brittany, sorry. <laughs> yeah, Katie's stand-in, um she was pregnant and they needed someone else and so I was like, "Oh my god, I'll do it." And I looked just like her and yeah, yeah. got to do it and so I became a stand-in on the show and for anyone that doesn't know what a stand-in is, it's it's behind the scenes so like before when they're setting up lighting they're not going to pay the actor to be there they're going to yeah. pay me to be there i also did double work so that is when i was in the film so anything that was heights that was um high up or uh-huh. that was in a car scene or or walking away that was me oh my rain. gosh
0: that and is then, too funny yeah it, it reminds me of have you seen the movie love actually uh yes of so course. where they're like they're using the two the two people as like to Oh, light yeah. where they're, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. shooting the film. That's, <laughs> yes, like, kind yeah, of what yeah. you're doing. Okay, got Totally it. like yes.
1: that. Um, and so, from there, um then I started doing more double work from other characters that kind of came in that looked like me. And um as I'm working on Dawson's, and, like, I'm friends with the actors on the show. We're actually still friends to this day. Mm-hmm. And, um yeah, it's just so funny to think mm-hmm. of. Like, that's kind of my... Like, when everyone was in college, that's what I was doing. And so that was still my college group, I guess. Yes, right. Like, Like
0: kind of formative friendships. Totally. Yeah.
1: And and so then I met Val Kilmer at that same time frame. Mm. And um, (laughs) I used to work in a serpentarium. It's going to sound so weird, but I love snakes. Yep, I
0: remember (laughs) you telling me that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So I was in the serpentarium and um, had just broken up with someone. And here comes in Val. And I knew he was in town. It's funny. Because I I literally said, said something to, my, to the I did, <laughs> and I wrote it. I have this book, this magic book, I call it that I write in, and in it I actually wrote. Can I write something in that book? <laughs> <laughs> just like, one, give me just one line. Yeah. <laughs> like I can't. I just I literally say things into existence, and I feel like any of us can do that. You just have to really have that willpower to do it. And <sighs> but I do it subconsciously so much that that's why I have to pay attention to everything mm-hmm. I say. Um, and I'll tell you a funny story of like what I did over the weekend that was like, no, yes, but- I just met that. Yeah. that. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> but it's like a joke now. But back then I was like, oh, I'm going to I'm going to work for Val. So whatever. When I meet him, who cares? And so he comes oh into there to, and buys a ticket or actually he asked to come in for free. And he's like, hi, and hitting on me kind of. And, uh-huh. and he's like, do you know who I am? And I'm like, yeah, do I care? Like, I was such a bitch. <laughs>
0: like it intrigued him like holding a snake at the same time so like the persona (laughs) and like the image is perfect yeah
1: and I was such a bitch and um and we're really close to this day so it's just funny to like we we still laugh about that but um yeah and he wanted to come in for free and I was like ten dollars pay up yeah and so (laughs) I made him pay for his ticket to get in it's like I don't care like so what you don't like amaze me like yeah, you're yeah. great cool you're a good actor and you're I good looking know that
0: I'm gonna work for you anyway so this is nothing to, totally yeah <laughs> I think too it's coming Let's from just like get to the chase yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> and like I've been I worked on Dawson's Creek and I lived with one of the actors so I've seen everything you can mm-hmm. possibly imagine mm-hmm. <laughs> like it doesn't faze me mm-hmm. and so um his charm and I was in a bad space from this breakup too so he goes in and he gets the full-blown tour of course and um, comes back out and we're chit chatting and just having like funny witty banter and he's a cool guy. And he asked me out and I was like, no, yeah he's like, what? And I'm like, yeah, no, I'm good. Like I'm going through a breakup, not in the space. Sorry. Yep, yep. And, um, yeah. And we, <laughs> he got my schedule from my boss and called me at the shop every time I was there for about three months. Oh my goodness. It just was very persistent. We talked when I was there. Yeah. Eventually I gave him my number and um yeah, and he's like, come visit me in LA. And I knew I wanted to move there. And yeah. um eventually I did. Yep. And um and then that was it. Then I was dating Val Kilmer. And then <laughs> it went from dating Val Kilmer to becoming his assistant. Oh and Wait, um, so
0: you dated and then, then worked for
1: him. Yeah. It's the so you, you thing broke ever. up
0: and then worked for him? Uh
1: I was given an ultimatum, oh, actually. Oh, okay. Yep. Um okay. Yeah, God, God, that was such a weird scenario and story (laughs) to even think about. Um, We were dating and it was so much fun. I mean, I have so many crazy stories from back then. Sure, that it was a blast. And you're how old? Like 22? Yeah, 22, (laughs) 23. Great. Um, Yeah. And so I get to LA right away. And the first day I'm in LA that I visit him, we go to Elton John's birthday party. I'll never forget. Like, this is my first day in LA.
0: (laughs) I cannot believe what I'm hearing right now. Like, you this- went to Elton John's birthday. Yeah, party. yeah. I
1: actually have. I'm writing a book, and this is all going to be in, like parts in it. Good. But I've also uh, like, can you
0: include pictures in the book too? I want it to be a picture <laughs> book. <laughs> and it was just
1: oh, that party was so funny. And um, like these are things we would do. We'd play truth or dare. We'd have uh-huh. like, yeah. I mean, Vow is 20 years older than me, but he was so fun. Mm-hmm. Like, and it, I was in this this bad breakup, and um. It was just a lot for me, and he took me away from that and got me. Yeah, and it just, I lived the best, I had the best times with him. Yeah. So, anyway, um, he was going through assistance left and right, Mm -hmm. and no one could stay. And um, he was a very challenging person to work, to be around, like when you're working with him, for sure, back then. Um, And so I was like, well, why don't you just let me handle it until you find someone? And Mm -hmm. that's kind of how it started. And I was good at it, Uh really good. And are you
0: acting at all at this time or like going on auditions? I'm going on auditions. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
1: And, um, and actually he, he put me in one of his films and yeah. stuff too. And yeah. That's um good. Yeah. And. Good person
0: to know. Yeah. I'm totally yeah. good yeah.
1: person. <laughs> A couple of the scenes and I don't even know if it made it or not. Cause I had not even go back and I haven't watched the film, but um, it's funny. I should do that. Yeah. You should. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh yeah. I forgot about that. Um, so I had done some things with him and anyway, um, I started working for him and I had a sit down, and it was one day, he couldn't even do this himself, which I still give him shit for because mm. it's so messed up, I think. He had his friend come bring me to the Beverly Hills Hotel and have lunch, and we had a sit down, yes. and it was an ultimatum. And it was, you can continue to date Val, and you guys have a great relationship, and like who knows how long it'll last. <laughs> you know, Val, like he's Val.
0: Right, right. We know I can right. I don't know him, but I know. Yeah,
1: him. yeah. And you know, who knows? Or you could work for him and this would open up your career and open up, you know, sh- and respect in the industry and your Rolodex of people. Um, and then, but you can't date him. And I'm like, what? And they're like, it's your ultimatum. And I'm like, well, clearly he wants to stop that and wants me to work for him or you wouldn't have presented this to me. Right. So,
0: do you think I'm stupid? Right. And so
1: I'm like, well, I guess I'm going with that then, you know? And so I did. Were you sad or were you like, this is okay? Oh, we played a game. Oh, okay. I was really sad, but I also was like, whatever. I'm not going to let that bother me. Nope. The very next night for dinner, a-hole, Decided to bring a
0: girl yeah, to dinner. I knew this was coming.
1: So, I knew but see, I don't, homie, don't play like that. Yeah. I will play right back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've yeah, met yeah. your match. Yeah. And he did. And this is why we're so friends to this day because I am like, oh, you're going to play like that? Just yeah. wait. Um, yeah. So I was like, that's fine. Here's your co star sitting right across from me, who, by the way, um, he was Tarzan on the Tarzan TV show, hot as ever. Ooh, yeah. I'm just going to get down on that. Yeah, yeah. And so I did. And he was so mad and jealous. And it yeah. became this jealousy, back and forth, tumultuous relationship that wound up exploding eventually. Uh-huh. And yeah. um as those do. Yeah, yeah. And not working for him anymore because if you brought a girl into your trailer, then I was gonna go do your coaster next yeah. to you. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> His yeah, trailer. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, that's like, a game. It was that's a, game. a game. And I was no one also young. Wins. Right? Oh yeah. <laughs> no. Exactly. <laughs> and it became this thing. where, um We were on and off forever And so he always called me Whenever he was in like An emergency situation For work things Or he needed someone reliable Mm -hmm. Like I was I've always been there And so um, I would come out of his life working And um, I kind of got How it goes into holistic stuff too Because back in 2009 um, I was at the height of my career Mm -hmm. I was I had so many shows Um, I came out of a reality show that was two years on direct TV which was amazing and then I got on Californication and I the name and I was like doing all these films Um, I was in the the hospital and we couldn't figure out what was wrong with me or Um. what was going on and, um, I was in the hospital at one point for and like, like
0: fe- or feeling bad or what? Yeah.
1: I was yeah. so sick
0: and it Is was this like when they say like celebrities go for exhaustion.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we couldn't figure it out. Yeah, and like, and given like,
1: and I never did drugs. That was never my thing. Never yeah. did drugs. I drank, yeah. I partied, you right, know, like I drank right. a lot and I stayed up all night and yeah. just, I'm naturally like hyper clearly, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> but I didn't have to do anything. Um, but I, just we couldn't figure it out, and I was getting kidney infection after kidney infection. Oh my and gosh. We didn't know why, and it wasn't like UTI to kidney. It was just straight up kidney. And um, I was in so much pain I couldn't walk. And dehydration, like de- like when they say dehydration, like people are you know for real like dehydration. I would beg. I would go into a hospital and beg for saline, like like it was a drug. Like I needed saline like you,
0: because you were drinking water, but your body just it like wasn't, wasn't retaining
1: a- it. We just couldn't. I don't know why. So finally, after. And like no hospital could figure it out. <clears throat> and so finally, um, my mom sent me to a disease specialist because we just couldn't figure out what was going on. I had all the symptoms of Lyme disease, but I wasn't testing for Lyme. Like it wasn't coming up. Oh. So I went to a disease specialist who found Lyme and there's a thing called co-infections of Lyme. There's actually 23 co-infections of Lyme. Oh my God. But like Johns Hopkins couldn't find it. Like nobody could find it because no one knew how to test for these co-infections. Like you had to be like a specialist. And yeah. so- um out of these infections, I have four of them. And uh, yeah, so it was How really How does that bad. happen? Get bit by a tick yeah, growing I, up
0: in the woods. I um had Lyme disease when I was really, really young by oh, a tick, but yep. they caught it so early because the bullseye yep. was around it and it was like, I Good was okay. Yeah, That's, it was like very early. I was if really you, lucky. Totally lucky. Because yeah. if you
1: can catch it early enough, then great. But having dark yeah. hair, living in the woods. like I mean, I had ticks in my hair all the time. Yeah. My mom was always pulling them out. Right. So you wouldn't see necessarily the bullseye because it yep. was in my head. And that's what we think must have happened. And we know I got bit around 13 because oh putting out all the symptoms together, um, I had this really weird eye thing and it would only happen if you're old or if you smoke cigarettes or if you have Lyme. So we know I got a bit when I was 13. For some reason, it flared up later
0: just like we don't stress you're yep. working like
1: non-stop on yeah. the go 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 absolutely yeah and so once we did that I had to do like a whole detox um for it and cut it just took I mean what kind of detox like like a food and everything yep and we realized I was celiac on top of it so it was just my whole world changed and wow. um, I had to learn how... I mean, I had to take herbs. Literally, the point was when I was in the hospital, I thought I would never be able to walk again. It was to the point where I was a complete exhaustion where I couldn't get up. I couldn't sit up. I couldn't walk. I had no energy, no strength to sit up or walk or do anything. this is the height
0: of your career, too. So you're also probably like, am I just completely... Exactly. What's going on? Throwing everything away, yeah. And
1: gaining weight. Couldn't, Couldn't figure that out either, and I'm not someone to ever do that and it just was like what is happening again the kidney stuff the dehydration like swelling up and so um once I went on herbs And when I say herbs I originally went on medication to kill it like Mm -hmm. try the medication that they gave me I was on every prescription you could think of it actually made me worse Mm. so there was a point where I literally said to my mom I'm just I'm gonna die like I don't think I'm gonna be here and um you just feel like
0: totally like my body cannot keep doing this yep
1: and I'm gonna give up. I literally felt like giving up, oh. and uh, I was just done. And so she found this woman. And in how DC. old are you at this point? See, I was um at this point it was like 2010. Um, how old would I have been then? <laughs> Let's do math. I don't know. I'm <laughs> like, I'll be 43 now. Um, and so this was 11 years ago. Okay.
0: Okay. So like early 30s. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um. Just crazy to think yeah. like I went that long with and then all of a sudden it went right. anywhere. Right. But um yeah, and so my mom found this woman who used to be a pharmacist and then went back to school for holistic health. And she's also super intuitive, and she's mm. out of DC. Amazing practice. And she had a Zoom call with me at the time, and or, or whatever video call it was probably Skype at the time. Yeah, yeah. Um And uh, she just looked at me and was like, okay, this is what we're going to do. We're going to support. It's going to take some time. It's not going to happen overnight. But she put me on um, standard process, which is a very high prescription form of herbs. Mm. Um, And I had to change my diet completely. And she prescribed me yoga. And she said, you have to move. It's stuck in your body and you need to move. Your blood has to move. Yeah. So- um, yeah, and that's what – that's kind of just changed my whole life is getting into holistics and realizing, guess what? I was able to walk – I mean, clearly, I do everything. Yeah, now yeah, like, you have high so energy. So active. Yeah, and, yeah, and, and um, I still take herbs. Am I on what I used to be? Able to? No, but yeah. I still take things to support. I have to, or mm. it does flare up because lime stays in your body forever. You never get rid of it when you have it to that extent. Wow. Um, and, yeah, and it can just have flare-ups. I Like during pregnancy, I was really scared, but mm. – um, it was manageable, yeah. You know, and um, yeah, and just just eating healthy is like everything. So yeah.
0: eating healthy is everything. Yeah, it can solve like pretty much probably a, a lot of problems. Like yes. obviously, there are, Western medicine is good for some things for sure, but yep. also just what you put in your body. You are what you eat. Take like a, completely. Take a lot. Yeah.
1: yeah. So um, then it was uh, this I guess it was like two thousand. Ten is when, like, that's when it was, and I was like, you know what, I want to study herbs. So I went back to school for herbalism and for aromatherapy and for homeopathic.
0: Wow! And I
1: want to be a homeopathic doctor. I was like, this is what I'm going to study because I knew it was working. However, it's like I took a year of it and I just I couldn't do it anymore. I At was that like, point, point were you like, I'm going to leave
0: entertainment?
1: I was thinking about it. Okay. Of course, not. It, whenever I say that, it never happens.
0: Yeah. Um, right.
1: I wound up getting Harley Davidson commercial. And Harley Davidson, I was the ad in all in-stores across the world, really. And so I was there 2013. As a model. Yeah, cover model, um, which was shot in 2012. Oh, my God. Um, I need to see these photos. (laughs) (laughs) I have them
0: in my office. Yeah,
1: yeah, and it's funny. And, um, well, this is what happened on the shoot. So I took their Harley they gave me and I broke my leg and had a really bad wreck. And so this was in 2012. You wrecked the
0: Harley wrecked on it. the shoot.
1: Um after the okay, shoot. So you yep. got the photos. I got the photos done and then wrecked it right after. And then broke your leg. Yep. Yeah. Right before the commercial by the way. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Oh my God. Um and it was so bad. It was the worst. And it took me so long to heal. Oh and God. I- yep. And so I had my radio show back then, and um, thank goodness. Thank, and yeah, you couldn't do that with a broken leg. Yep, yeah, could do that. And so this um, Eric Pearl from The Reconnection came on the show. They're, they're Hay House people, and he... Showed me some energy healing and was like, You need to come to our seminar. Reiki
0: or something different? Totally different. Totally different. Okay. And how
1: they explain it is like, If Reiki is a color of the rainbow and pranic healing is a color of the rainbow and Tai Chi and Qigong and all these other types of methods of healing are colors of the rainbow, yes. Reconnective healing is the entire rainbow. Got it. Okay. It's really interesting. And I loved it because I don't really have to memorize signs and symbols. I could just sit there and do it. And yep. guess what? Your eyes automatically go into REM. You can tell when it's like, cause I'm always like, is it working? Like, can yeah. I tell? like your eyes automatically go into REM. So immediately right away for me, it was satisfaction that uh-huh. it was doing something yep. in you. Um, it was just a different style anyway. So he taught this and invited me to the seminar and I went and, um, it blew my mind at the end of the seminar. I was like, I'm going to walk because people there were literally healing. And that's not what happened. Um, But some other things did happen and open up for me. And it just opened a new road into holistics. And um, I moved to San Diego at that point. Uh I was done my whole career with acting. Like, that's what I was going to do. Moved to San Diego, went into yoga teacher training, went full into my HHP, which is Holistic Health Practitioner. Um, Gosh, I have thousands of hours of HHP, like Holistic Doctor in California. And um, opened a clinic and I, I worked with, um, wow. we had cancer uh, patients in there, well, mostly women. Mm-hmm. And then I wanted to work with pre and postnatal women, and so I also did massage as well. And
0: oh wow, got
1: help get people pregnant and then help them thereafter. And um, it was like so fulfilling. Oh for my me. god, I was going to say it sounds like incredibly rewarding. It really was. Like to help people yeah.
0: feel better. Yes, I can't. Like, yeah. that would be so great because I know what it's like for me when i am like not in my optimal state yeah and i something's off like my first thought is like okay well i have to figure out what it is cuz i have to get back to that state and like i feel very most people do feel very uncomfortable like yeah. n- not feeling good and then if i could help someone like get back to that <laughs> good state that'd be great exactly Yeah. it feels so good it feels really so
1: good, rewarding yeah. and yeah and so i had a clinic there i was um i shared it with two other people um a Chinese medicine person who I still talk to. Uh-huh. He's the most epic person ever. He's like what he does. He's also a body. Like he, I could go in for anything like, oh, my arm hurts or it's out of uh-huh. place. And he'll like do something to you and you're fixed for months. What? Like, he's just, yeah. It's, he's, God, I need I, that. He's amazing. Um, and then we had a thermographer. So some it's um, kind of a, instead of going in for like getting x-rays on your breasts, uh-huh. it was thermography. So it doesn't invade. There's no radiation. And it's kind of like infrared. Basically. And so wow. we had someone specializing in that. So, yeah, it was a kind of a more of a based on a cancer clinic and okay. how to prevent and treat um, yeah. because that's what they did. But yeah. I took on like more um, po- like post and prenatal people. I just wanted the whole like women. Yeah. Of, like, and so it was great. And I loved it and taught yoga there. And it was in my own little bubble. How long did you do that? I was there for eight years.
0: Oh, my goodness. Um, yeah. That's my clinic. A long
1: time. Yeah. My clinic was probably two. Maybe two years, and okay. then I got the call from Val <laughs> to come back.
0: Oh, boy. And
1: so, yeah. And, um, I came back in only to this is when, and I can say it now because it's out because his, his movie is out. But when he was going through a lot of the cancer um, oh. issues, and so I came back in to help him holistically. I was only oh. coming in for yoga and holistic health healing, and yeah. healing work and nutrition. Yep. And um, of course, when I came back, then I kind of saw everything else that was going on in the business, and then I took over the business
0: oh. and became
1: manager again and publicist and um, was running his tours and so we were on tour um yeah and then I had no life so um, yeah. because like, we were literally on the road every day or a day to three days we were in a new city yeah um and he had this amazing one-man play that he was but also still working through cancer um, which we couldn't tell anyone about mm-hmm. and it was challenging and also had his art that he was bringing out to the world and um, it was
0: just interesting. Were you of. able to kind of like keep in touch with your own no. health? Yeah.
1: No. That was gone out the window. And yeah. I remember like actually being in San Antonio, which is the coolest city by the way, and um, having dinner by myself. And I was making all the money in the world. I had a ton of money. I had this amazing job that I loved. I mm-hmm. love what I do. And I loved him. You know, yeah. so I have this deep love for him. I always will. Yes. Yeah. Um, and... Yeah, I I just felt lonely. Yeah, like I would eat dinner alone in restaurants and um, explore the town alone and yeah. do ghost tours by
0: myself because yeah. that's what I love to do when I go in a different town. Yeah. Um, You're like <laughs> let like, me find the snakes and the ghosts exactly I'm amongst my people. Yeah. <laughs> I just like loved it. I yeah,
1: um, and uh, it was always like fun for me. And I would just go to like coffee shops and like to find the coolest spots. I just yeah. love finding cool like little gems in yeah. every city. Yeah. And um, I was lonely, like really lonely and really wanting a partner and really wanting a baby and a family. And I was like, I am not ever going to get that if I'm doing this, do this over. And yeah. I had three hours of sleep and I know that sounds crazy, but... When you're working with someone at that level, you don't have sleep. It's all about them and their life and the tour you're running, and Uh. everything has to be prime because you're also the liaison between the agents, all the agents, and just it's just a lot. Like it's a lot. And so when I say three hours of sleep, I'm not joking. And so I got burnt out, completely burnt out. Of course, you
0: did. Of course.
1: And no um, one could not. Yeah. And so I left. Um, We parted ways in, I want to say, 2017 or 18, might have been 18. I think it was 2018. It was right before, actually, um, yeah, I met my partner mm-hmm. or we, like, finally. So, yeah, because actually he was helping me. So it was are you doing, like,
0: the radio show at this uh, radio. point?
1: Radio. Uh, the radio show went on halt okay. at this point okay. um, because I couldn't. There was no time. Yeah. It's, I tried, and he didn't like that. Yeah. So, um, it was what I was. So, yeah. um, and it's fine. I mean... I had amazing experiences. I yeah. look back and I'm like, wow. But yeah, I left in 2018. I still help out if needed. Um still talk to them and and everything. And yeah. then um I went and just focused on my own clients and my you know, I have
0: my PR firm which I've always had. I was going to say what so yeah, how does that weave in? Yeah, when did you start doing PR? PR I got into in 2007. Okay. And it's so a funny it's been yeah. A it's a yeah. funny
1: story cuz I'm um, I had a publicist who sucked, Uh, and um, I had a TV show on DirecTV. We were DirecTV's first initial show, and- We were invited everywhere, and um, it, it was awesome. But I wanted to go to Sundance specifically. And she's like, oh, of course. So sorry. we You got denied, and you couldn't get in Sundance. And I'm thinking to myself, well, that's bullshit, because yeah. my best friend is one of the runners of Sundance. Watch so. me speak this into existence. Yeah. And <laughs> I was like, there's no way he would deny me. Yeah. Like, there's no way. Yeah. And so I knew she was full of shit. And so, because um, he was like, no one submitted you. Right? Yeah. That's yeah. what I thought. So you can't submit yourself because you look stupid. You're right. So <laughs> exactly. I made up a fake name mm-hmm. and I made up a company. Perfect. And I submitted myself and all my co-stars and I got in everywhere. Yeah. And I realized like, I have all the contacts and connections because I've been doing this forever, right. my whole life. And um, especially working with Val and...
0: It's no surprise to anyone at this point that Bar Say is my favorite bar in OTR. It is a deep form of my self-care to post up with a glass of wine on a Thursday night or a spritz on a Sunday. If you haven't been there yet, you've definitely seen the cute patio and the cozy bar on my Instagram stories. But did you know about the other beautiful spaces that are only available for private events? Pay attention because this is perfect for the holiday season coming up. Let me give you a rundown on the spaces they have available for you to rent. Upstairs above Say so is called 1208 Room. There's a gorgeous, sophisticated room with a grand pool table, Sonos speakers, two TVs, and also a room with the most incredible couch and library you've ever seen in your life. This space could be perfect for special events, photo shoots, birthday parties holiday parties then there's also the carriage house which is right next to say so it has a full kitchen living room stunning bathroom and easy access to the patio and private access to Sorolina, say so's wine shop with all the spaces a dedicated cocktail server will bring say so to you Or customized beverage packages are available if you want a stocked fridge, batched cocktails like their amazing margaritas, or bottle service. Listen, don't take my word for it. Go check out their Instagram at bar underscore say so to see the spaces for yourself. What the Fit listeners will get a free bottle of sparkling wine. Mention What the Fit when you book. For more info on throwing the chicest party or event that your friends have ever been to, Email chris, that's C-H-R-I-S, at barsayso.com. Oh, and invite me.
1: Along the way, too, at that capacity and that level, like, I just knew everyone. I could pick yep. up the phone and call anyone. Yep. Um, and I still can. So yep. um, I was like, I can just do this myself. And so it just became a side thing just for like us to get into things. Yeah. But then I realized this is like, I'm actually good at it. And then, so anyway, when I, I ended with thou. I started my own back again, and I got my own clients again, and um, I rep speakers and teachers and leaders that are doing something great in the world. Yeah. Um, I do work with some you know, big names, still like the Duchess of York and whatnot, but- yeah. Again, doing big things um, and and doing awesome things in the world. Is yeah, everyone that I work with, and yeah. so I love working with startups. It's one of my favorite things to do Ooh. as well. Um, and that's where the coaching kind of comes in because I notice people think that they're ready for PR. Everyone wants to be famous. It seems like everyone wants their of business course, out there with
0: like the age of Instagram. Right, everyone wants to be everyone exactly.
1: To be and I'm like, oh, I've been doing influencing forever. Like, <laughs> you
0: know, you're right. it's like okay, um, but. They're
1: not quite ready, and so what I would say to someone who wants to work with me for PR, okay, if I got you on Good Morning Morning America tomorrow, could your business handle it? Does your website handle it? Are you set up as a company? Like, what does the foundations look like? And most of the time, the answer was no, no. So then I'm like, okay, then you're not ready for PR, Mm -hmm. and it because it also makes me look bad if you're not ready. So and you look bad, and I don't want I don't want to set you up for failure. That's just not. I want to set everyone up for success. That's just how I am. So. You would I would then put them into my coaching program where I work with someone one-on-one coaching, get all the foundations out of the way, get you set up completely so that you can be ready for PR. Yeah, yeah. Each company is different. Like it could be a month, depending where you're at. Yeah. It could be a month you're coaching and then you're right in. Yep. It could be six months. It could be a year. Right. It just depends where you're at. I, right. I move really quickly. So mm-hmm. most people get there quicker than than yep. um, you know, but I love the journey of it, and it's really fun, and that's what I do to this day, and that's why. And then this clothing store, how yeah. That happened. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, um, yeah. I moved to Cincinnati in October of 2019, uh-huh. pregnant as ever, uh-huh. um, and and you had met
0: your partner then, July. Yeah, and, and I, yeah.
1: I've actually known him for seven or eight years, okay. Um, and we went on a date a while back, and. It just we were better. Fr- we were like good friends, Isn't but that's so funny. I know it's happens. so funny. And um, and I hired him a few times for. I also managed another tour once after Val. um, I did called the Deplorables Tour, which mm-hmm. was they came here as well, and um, and that was really fun. And so anyway, he came to help during that, yeah. and that's when we reconnected and had this whole thing. So anyway, um, moved to Cincinnati, pregnant as ever, and still had my PR clients. In fact, I told everyone two days after I labor, I'm still gonna. I'm going to have our our sessions. Everyone thought sure. I was crazy. And then I was like, okay, fine. I'll take a week. I took a week. That's it. I did all my Zoom sessions in wow. bed.
0: <laughs> Still healing. Just because you were like, I, I, I have like, to. This is like what I want to be this doing. This feels I, in alignment yes. with me.
1: Yes. Yeah. And I don't, like I'm someone who dives into my clients um, and I don't want to leave you hanging. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want you to feel like you don't have support because most of them need the daily support. Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah. and I don't. Did you want,
0: I, ever feel like you wish you would
1: have taken more time? I know I needed to.
0: Yeah,
1: um, my body physically—I'm still healing from it. It's been two almost two years, and it's—I—I I just didn't realize. Yeah. Uh, my birth was pretty traumatic as oh. well, and I had an infection after, and that's why because I didn't take time fully for myself. Well, not the only reason why it was yeah. also the hospital stuff, but mm, um, mm-hmm. yeah, um, that was a whole other story in itself. Do but, you
0: bef- do you find yourself in like extremes? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Completely. <laughs> yes. I can relate. Yeah. I can okay. relate. I, I'm yeah. like very much, all right, if I'm if I'm doing something, I am all in doing yep. it, whether it's a really great thing for me or a not so great <laughs> thing for me. Yes. Regardless of what, I'm committed. Yes. And it can yes. be great and it can also <laughs> be problematic. Not so great. Right. Yeah. Because I'm very pr- prone to burnout or yes. just kind of shutting off. Anything yep. my, my body is telling me to say? No, I've already yep. made up my mind that yes. I'm going to do this thing. I don't care <laughs> physically what you're trying to tell me. I'm right. going to do I'm it. do it. Yeah, totally. I'm trying to get better at that. Yeah, about listening to my body. It's and like honoring what what needs to be what needs to happen. But it's hard to it's make that so shift. So hard. Yeah. It is. You're yeah. absolutely
1: right. And yeah. there are times where I still am like, no, but I have to get this done. I have to get this. Done. Especially yeah. being a mom and, um, and running a business, like. Two businesses. I was going to say, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Three businesses, really. But yeah, right. it's, it's it's a lot. Um, yeah. And um, it's a good, it's definitely a good reminder because if you don't take care of you, then everything else kind of yeah. falls apart. Yeah. So it's definitely a yeah. big learning lesson. Yeah.
0: But so yeah. you're back in Cincinnati. You have your PR company. Yeah. Are you doing any entertainment stuff? So I'm doing voiceovers. Voiceover. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So you um, haven't really ever left that world. No. You always keep a toe
1: dipped. I always keep a toe dipped. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm still sense. called for things, and um, even my son. He's he's he has an, a big agent in LA, and um, Amazing. he yeah. The other day he was up for a Walmart commercial. And, um, well, actually, he got the Walmart commercial, and then I couldn't get out there, and he was up for Fisher-Price. That's what it was the other day, and I almost flew out there just for the because he had a second call back. Is this, think- is this like acting, or is this Acting. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
0: Do you um, like know that he's going to be able to do it?
1: I know he. Yeah. He. Yeah. He. Yeah. He's so good at this. He loves it. Um. And he's a great. He's great at photographs too. Mm-hmm. He does. He's done a lot of print already. But mm-hmm. um. They think we live in LA still. Oh yeah. <laughs> so I. Oh, I'm like oh yeah. I'll, I could totally come in tomorrow. What? Yeah.
0: Me up on a <laughs> <me> <laughs> <of Yeah>. flight. <laughs>
1: but, exactly. But I know the hustle and bustle because I've done it. Yeah. And so I don't care. Yeah. Um. And I it'll be enjoyable for him. You know, if it's if he ever didn't want to do it, then like that's right. fine. But he likes second. He's like, yeah. He's a little ham. Um he's so cute. Thank you. He's so cute. Thank you. He's he's hilarious. But yeah, so um then doing we Doing PR. Doing PR, um, business coaching and book coaching. Uh, I coach people to want to write their book as well. Oh. It's a passion of mine. I've always been into books. Um, I've worked with Betty celebrities on their books as well. And I know a lot of um, I know what they
0: want. Like proposals are like my jam. Okay. To where I was going to say, is it like, are you helping write? Are you helping map out what the story looks like? I or- can all of it. Yeah, basically. All of it.
1: Okay. Um, more so, I work backwards. So I work with proposal is like first. I'd say if you're if you're going to self publish, you don't need that. Mm-hmm. However, there's there's another form of self publishing that's kind of in the middle. There's three ways to publish, and there's like self publishing. Then there's in the middle, which is self-publishing with a publisher. Uh-huh. It's kind of complicated, but they pay for everything and you get a bigger cut. You get yeah. more control. And then there's pub- or publishing with a publisher, yeah, um, which just depends where someone's at in their career. If they're a celebrity, I'd say the middle or like – or publishing with a publisher is better. Mm-hmm. Getting, I mean, everyone wants to get paid up front, so like, yeah. but sometimes that middle route is actually better. It just depends. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm working with a, a celebrity right now, and we're deciding which route still to go. Mm-hmm. Um, but I always say doing a book proposal is best because it actually helps you write the book and gives you more goal oriented of where you want to go, has your whole marketing plan, your target market, like everything. It's this mm-hmm. whole thing. Anyway, right. it's a passion right. of mine. It's like nerd talk, but yeah, no, I love it. it sounds. Um,
0: you can tell your passion, but I
1: love right. it. It's like so fun. Um, so I do those things, and then um, I decided to open a shop.
0: <laughs> and like, I don't have enough to do. I know. I'm a new mom. Yeah. I'm working all <laughs> kinds of different jobs. Let's do one more thing. Yes. Yep. yep. But
1: Jemai has always. My partner has been a jeweler here for. 20 some years and has amazing, beautiful jewelry mm-hmm. and has ha- always had a shop here and also has healing work that he had. And so during COVID, he went completely virtual with healing work, but still had this shop, this space on Court Street mm-hmm. that he's like, it's really good rent. It's in, it's turning over Court Street. Yep. He didn't want to get rid of it. And he's like, well- It's I- right by the new Kroger,
0: right, right across from the, that new restaurant, Yeah, Exactly. That, that whole area is just- really exploding. Exactly. Yeah, And I
1: know I need just to wait a few more months for it to really like explode and take off but we're like the first shop that's there you know so um, yeah and so anyway he said to me do you want to do this? Do you want to open a boutique with me? We'll go in together because mm-hmm. my jewelry partners with clothes and he knows clothes have always been a passion of mine. Yes. It's like this fun like thing that I just I love to do and I get excited with I and
0: love it too I'm yeah the same way I share that passion which I was so fun when I came in and we just got to like play dress up yes. and like try on everything <laughs> which is just, like a dream a dream it, yeah I'm so yeah. glad to have you into yeah. like it's fun it's, it's so fun it's, so, it's fun. so fun yeah
1: and um it's been dream- a dream of mine since I was a little girl and that was like the last thing and it's funny because um I'm super intuitive as well that's why
0: yeah you keep mentioning kind of like intuitive healing and like in mm-hmm. like wh- what what I mean I I know what intuitive means, but how how do you kind of frame that when it comes to like healing or, or just how like you how interact with it. the world? Yeah. Yeah. How do you Sure. Use it?
1: Um I've always known things before they were gonna happen in ways. Um, whether it comes to me in a thought in my head, like words or thoughts in my head. Um I look at signs all around me. I call it like angels or my guides giving me signs. So it could be a sticker on a car if I ask for, if I ask a question to the universe or to my guides. Yeah. It could be a song on the radio. It could be a sticker that is on a car driving by. It could be a license plate. Those are big for me. Numbers. Um, It could be really anything. Yeah. Uh, Dreams. I have a lot of dreams that kind of happen or visions um, that definitely happen. Um, And so with PR, I call it intuitive PR and intuitive Mm -hmm. coaching. I have this, it's my gift really is seeing someone's career, seeing the potential of where they could be. Oh, and wow. then how do we work backwards yeah. to get them, and get them there and meet those goals? And it's just interesting, but like
0: I discovered that was my my thing, my no, jam. Uh, incredible. Like if you can find the one thing, think, <laughs> you're clearly good at a lot of different things. Thank but you. to yeah. have this thing and be like, all right, wait, this is it. Yeah, Like this is yeah. where I have to hone. This is what I have to focus. Yes.
1: And I had this dream, um, years ago that, it's interesting though, I I was pregnant in the dream and I was opening a store. Um, Mm. So So the timing
0: was a little off. It was a little off. It's okay. But
1: (laughs) I dreamt of the space and that's literally the
0: space. The space is beautiful. It's like so girly (laughs) and pretty and vibrant and like you just like walk and it almost just feels like you're walking into like a big dressing room. I, I, I really love it. It's Thank really a great you. space.
1: I wanted it to be like welcoming and yeah. then have positive as you see affirmations all yeah. over the place because you yeah. know when we go shopping sometimes we get in moods and we oh. get down on ourselves and we're like, totally. "Oh, I look fat in this or I look awful. My skin's this or whatever." Yeah. And so I wanted those positive affirmations everywhere to be like, "Shut up, you look good." Yeah. <laughs> you know, or yeah. or wear your crown and, you know, own your tiara and
0: like just like
1: just fun, girly things. This should be fun. Like, yeah. Like clothes should be fun. Exactly. And I want everyone to feel like a goddess, basically, like when they walk out. And so that's one of the reasons why we're size inclusive. We have um, XS all the way up to 5X right now. We're mm-hmm. going up to 6X in the spring. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited about that. Yeah. Um, that's really great. Yeah. I want everyone to be able to walk in and just feel... Like anyone can buy anything, you know, not feel, oh, you don't have, like the normal is small, medium, large, maybe XL. And like, that's, how is that, you know, fitting in today's society? That's not real. It's not. So I wanted to, yeah, I wanted a space for everyone to come and- um even if someone identifies as being female, yeah. like they're welcome yeah. as well. Like yeah. I want everyone to feel safe is really I guess the word yeah. to be able to come in and just to feel wonderful and try on things and walk out feeling amazing yeah. whether you buy something or not. I just want you to walk out feeling good, yeah. you know? And um yeah. we have also yoga gear and spiritual like incense and sage and yep. kind of just everything for that your spiritual like um, connection you know and so you could come in and you could take a, a donation yoga class that we offer on Saturdays mm-hmm. and you could get all sweaty and mm-hmm. then you could walk out with our deodorant and a whole new outfit
0: yeah no nothing nothing sounds better but, and so it's like all your favorite brands too right that you brands. kind of picked and chosen and- yes
1: they're all brands that feel yummy to me mm-hmm. all sustainable brands mm-hmm. which I really love too so that yep. I feel like I'm giving back And they're all women owned brands they only Male brand we have in there is Jemai's Jewelry. Um, So it's just like women supporting women. Um, It's good for the environment. And when I say sustainable, a lot of them are either recycled or they're cut, made to order. So that way they're not wasting fabrics. Yeah. yeah. Um, Which is just, it feels good, you know? I don't know if um, you know this or not, but like it's so huge that fabrics are actually what's. Taking up most of the landfills. Yes,
0: clothes. It's, this idea of fashion fas- yes. fast fashion. I've talked about it a couple of times here. It's it's yep. something, it's one of those nagging things that I wish I didn't know. Yeah. Because I can't unlearn it and I can't forget about it. Yeah. But I also am still have a bad habit from time to time to right. go to Zara and go to Target and right. go to places like that. You know, right. I'm still guilty of that. And then I know that shit, yeah. I'm just <laughs> contributing to polluting our earth by doing this. <laughs> but it's everywhere and it's there. And it's I know, become, it's hard. It's yeah. difficult. So like make the right choices when you can, right? right? Be mindful yes. when you can. Exactly. Um, it's like the same thing for me about sleep. Like I, I listened to a podcast about how important sleep is, like, yes. like at least seven hours and people are like, no, I can go six. No, you can't. Seven, yep. and, or like you're deteriorating your brain. And yes. I wish I didn't listen to that podcast because oh, every no. night now where I'm up to like 3 a.m., 4 oh, a.m. or like a while back, I had a little while. i like stayed up all yep. the, And I'm like, I'm fucked. I'm <laughs> fucking myself over. Like, <laughs> look, I'm doing this to myself. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Ashwagandha.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh, Ashwagandha okay. is like the key. It that's, totally helps. That's, that's what I need to get into. That's what I need to get into. So yeah, so you guys opened just a few months ago. Yes. On Court Street. Yes. Everyone needs to come in and like just... Thank try you. on some of those beautiful clothing. They're so fun. And Sulky
1: is one of our favorite designers that's there. I just love her. And it's it's so interesting because at first, when I saw the clothes, I'm like, oh, they're pretty, but it's not really my style. Then, when she try them on, and you're I like, okay, same,
0: I had the same experience. Yep. I was like, yo, oh, that's a very pretty dress. Like, yep. I love that. Okay. I probably won't get to try something like that on anywhere else. So let yep. me just put it on. And you put it on, you're like, <laughs> <gasps> oh my God. Yeah, Like you don't want to take it off. When we were at the yes. Cocktails and Couture event at 21C, <laughs> literally two women bought dresses, yep. selkie dresses, and just... Stashed the dresses that they wore into the vent, into yes. their bags, and walked out yes. and had the rest of the night in that silky dress. It was
1: so cute. And actually, one of the girls has posted recently; she wore it to a, her a wedding. Yeah, I and remember she like, oh, she said that. Yeah. She was like,
0: "This is the rehearsal dinner dress or whatever." Yep. Yeah, yeah, so she looks
1: it's so beauty. good. It, yeah, and it makes me feel like excited to see that too. Mm-hmm. One of the things actually Jemai pointed out was that when women come in to try on these dresses, we change. We f- oh yeah! We literally step into that little inner child. It comes out. Oh yeah! And we get excited and we start spinning. I mean, there's spinny
0: dresses. Oh, you, you know? can't and help it. No, you no can't. matter who you are. And, like I yeah. want to just challenge everyone listening. Actually, go in, <laughs> try on a dress, and then tell me if you don't feel the way that we're describing. Like <laughs> exactly. I want to know. Call into the voicemail, DM me. Like I want to know if there are people out there that don't feel that way. <laughs>
1: and it's great too because like the dresses are now. There's a fad wearing them with like what I'm wearing now is love it. Yep, yeah, boots or tennis shoes even. Yep, love it. Yeah. Love and it, I, and it. I never would do that before. And I'm like, Oh, well, I guess I could do it now. Like, oh yeah. I yeah. love that. look. Now it's,
0: it's Then perfect. you're just totally comfortable.
1: Yeah. So comfortable and feel good and feel pretty. And it's like, this dress just came in today. So I
0: had to wear it. <laughs> yeah. It's beautiful. It's I totally like, beautiful. How can I not? These How dresses not? are like, try me on. Yeah. yeah. Well, it sounds like this might be a kind of a, an answer to my next question. You know, you're you have a lot going on. You're doing a lot. Yeah. How do you take care of yourself mm-hmm. to make sure that you can show up in these million different different ways?
1: It's hard being a new mom too, especially like you have so many different roles. But um, eating healthy. Um, yeah. I'm gluten free. I have mm-hmm. to be because I'm celiac. But yep. I eat organic. It's super important to me. Yep. Because you are what you eat, and yep. I. Did notice when I ate organic how much better I felt? Mm. I ate less food because I was more full because mm. it was just feeding me more. Yeah. Um. So really paying attention to what goes into me. Yeah. Um. Vitamins yeah. are key. Like I take all kinds of vitamins. Ashwagandha is a really good support for getting good night's sleep. Okay, and calming that. down and stress. Okay. I need. I
0: need all of that. <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah, it's, so, it's so. It's so good. There's actually. Um. I think I have a discount code I can give you too. Perfect. There's a gummy called Goli. Oh, I have heard
0: of it. Yeah, they
1: are magic. Really? Yep. I first started with the apple cider vinegar.
0: I've seen those. I've seen those at Kroger.
1: Yep. Yeah, they're so good because I can't do apple cider vinegar. I can't just drink it. It actually tears me up. But I tried the gummy, and it does work. You lose weight. It curbs your appetite. It now, yeah. And I noticed like the poofiness in me goes. Like so many things, it does. I have think more clear. It it does a lot. So I became obsessed with their gummy. Yeah. And then they came up with ashwagandha and I'm like, sure, I'll try it. And it does, it, it calmed me down, uh, especially when I'm like, go, go, go. Or, you know, it just, it's more just chill, chill. and I can get a better night's sleep. I usually take them at night. Um, but sometimes if I'm just off or or it's my time of the month yeah. then I'm taking it, because yeah. it, just, it just literally calms you. Yeah. Um, I like those the best. Um, there's also like raw ashwagandha you can get and put in your coffee or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that or like tea or whatever, blended, but yeah, yeah, yeah. but the gummies, they just, they taste like candy. So it's really good mm-hmm. anyway, mm-hmm. but they mm-hmm. work. Um, yeah. so that's kind of my go-to. Um, I need to get better. Like I keep saying, I'm going to get back into my yoga that I used to do because sometimes I'd take two classes a day. Like I was so like my yeah. into yoga it was my community, but I haven't been. So, really, I'm trying right now to find that time for me and like where it's going to go. I was all excited because I thought we had a new nanny and that didn't happen. So now I'm searching again. Yeah. Uh, Juggling everything you're
0: doing and you want to be there as a parent too. Yeah. no, I can't. I just, I literally can't imagine. I feel like I can't even take care of myself, and yeah. I'm just—it's only me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I get Trust me, and I've yeah. been there, so <laughs> I get it I
1: But it's like just making that time, and that's mm-hmm. what I am trying to dedicate to myself now—is making that time for yep. me. Yeah. Um. So hopefully, we'll find a new nanny soon. Um. Because, Put it out there. Yeah. I just say it. You'll, fi- to-
0: you'll find a new nanny soon. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: it's happening. Yeah, it's already it's found. Happening.
0: Done. Yeah. 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 So, Brigitte, what does being fit? Mean to you?
1: Ooh, um, it's a deeper than just on the outside. For me, it's mind, oh. body, spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, being fit in the mind, especially, and because if you are not in the right mind space, then just your whole life goes to shit. Yep. Basically,
0: totally agree. Couldn't yeah. agree more.
1: Yeah. So really, having that mindful practice, um, whether it's canceling your thoughts with you
0: know your class yes. and oh snaps, my gosh, I'm going to remember that. <laughs> That's such a good tool.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Or <laughs> saging, or lighting a candle if you need. Um, yes. Like even yesterday, I needed candle. to just light a candle or take a bath, like having yeah. a ritual for you, whatever that may be. Yep. Um, and it could change, you know, it could be, um, there's actually a company I was working with called Maya Apothecary. They're mm-hmm. really, really great. And they're about the ritual and their skincare is actually, uh, they have, it's like 550 some megahertz. It's it's, it's really cool. So it's sound healing. In their creams. And so they want you to take the ritual. And when you're rubbing it onto your skin, imagine that you're putting that healing, sound healing energy into... Like it's soaking into you. It's organic. Smells amazing. So that actually started by reading their ritual. It got me into the ritual of doing that. Yeah. And you actually feel really good doing it. Of course. So I'm like, yes. So I take time to... I know it sounds ridiculous, but rub lotion into my body and kind of like- Not ridiculous. Put sayings right. of positivity into, yeah. into me when I do that. Um, so that is one one way of doing it. The mind
0: it. is so, 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 so powerful. It is. No yes. one can say anything to me and they're like, this makes me feel good. Is it ridiculous? No. If yeah. it makes you feel good, is do it, it hurting anyone else? Do yeah. whatever you need to do. Yes. Yes. It's all about it. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Virginia, yeah. Thank you so thank much. You. I feel like we could just talk for hours. I know, I'm sure you I have <laughs> a lot of good stories. I'm going to probably have to schedule a cocktail date with you later <laughs> yes, so I can should. hear some of those. <laughs> um, what's uh, What's the best place for people to find you to find the boutique, um, sure. see what's going on, see all the
1: dresses, all that good stuff? So it's at For Love and Sapphires on Instagram and Facebook yep. or forloveandsapphires.com. And it's spelled out for love and. Sapphires. Mm -hmm. Um, I also have a personal Instagram, which is at real bridgetta, Mm -hmm. and
0: that's just because I had I had some fakers out there. So real bridgetta, it is. You know, you've made it when one (laughs) you get a sexual harassment allegation against you, God, and two someone tries to steal your Instagram account. Yeah. (sighs) Oh my God.
1: Or you've had a man hiding in your closet. That's another one. That's that's (laughs) another time, another place, another time. I've had some really weird ones out there. (laughs) Um, or they can go to my website also if they're interested in like business coaching or, yes. or writing a book or whatnot. It's Wadjet, Wadjetpr, dot com.
0: Perfect. I'll and link I also, it all.
1: Yep. I also have my own website, which is brigetta.com but not everything's on there yet.
0: Yeah. We're updating it now. Yeah, I don't know. Perfect. Perfect. Well, yeah. thank you so much. I so appreciate it. You look beautiful. Thank you. Love that dress. I Listeners, so you look, look good, feel good. <laughs> yes. Listeners, thank you so much for listening. Share to your socials. Go check out For Love and Sapphire's. And that's all for today. Love you. Ciao.